So let's pray, and we are going to start with an overview of 1 Peter. So you guys can turn your Bibles to 1 Peter, and we will also pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, Lord. We ask, Lord, that you would be present and that you would fill each one of us, Lord, with your Holy Spirit, that we can minister out today to someone else. And I pray that you would give me the gift of teaching in this small study that we're going to have this morning. Help our focus to be completely on you, Lord. We know we're living in dark days and we want to have our eyes on you. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're going to start our overview in 1 Peter so we don't have to do that the next time so we can dig right into the verses in the first lesson next time. So you have a page in your workbook, page 11 and 12, if you have a workbook, which gives you a lot of info on the background of 1 Peter, but I am going to give you some. So if you have a book, I encourage you to read that if you have not yet. And we, were, we will also go over verse 1 today as it fits with the background of the book. So, as I said, open your Bibles to 1 Peter. The theme of this book is suffering. And so a lot of times we're like, why did I sign up for this? But along with that, we're going to find hope and encouragement for our time of suffering. And I remember when I was younger, our kids were small. I knew where they were at any moment in time. And there's a lot of beauty in that for any of you that are young moms and you think it's overwhelming. You know where they are usually. You know what they're up to, which is a blessing. Um, We were healthy. Life was good overall. And I had a friend who went through a divorce and had health issues. And I remember her saying to me, you have it so good. You don't have any troubles. Um, And I remember responding to her, even though she didn't know. We weren't super close. She didn't know the things that I was dealing with. And that's how it is. We don't know what people are dealing with. They might look all great on the outside and life might look pretty in a picture, but it doesn't mean it's just that way. So she didn't know that I was uh, dealing with very deep depression and insecurities and even struggles in my marriage. She didn't know that. But I would say to her, well, my life is not over yet and I'm sure my time will come. And so I, even at that young age, did not expect to skate through life without trials or difficulties. And since those younger days of my life, I have had various trials, and I'm sure many of you have had as well, and many of you have had much deeper, much, much deeper than I have had. But my my trials certainly came. I had health issues in every decade since I was in my 30s, just different things. Um, went through cancer, and we had a prodigal that stretched our marriage and family beyond what I ever thought we could or would endure and several other heartbreaks through our children's lives a child who went through an unwanted divorce and what i thought to be our strongest bible college son walking away from christ and still away right now but these are small in comparison to so many others and to what other people are going through in even other countries and so we we are blessed but beyond our personal lives there's a lot more and we know that so in first peter 1 6 through 7 we're going to told we are told we will be grieved by various trials it doesn't say you might be it says you will be and in first peter 1 13 it tells us how we can deal with those trials which we're going to study and in first peter 1 23 we're going to see that there is hope and so amidst the stuff suffering and trials there is always hope and when we stick with jesus our roots grow deep. We want the roots, but we don't really want the trials, right? We're like, I want to be deep with the Lord, but we don't want the trials. Um, Yet the storms of life are what grow our roots deep. 
Um, we, we had lots of storms this summer, right? I know you guys have seen them, but we had one storm where we got up in the middle of the night and our trees were just like bending completely in half. And my husband really loves trees, as you can tell by looking at this campus. And, um, he's like, no, Lord, not my tree. And, um, it was just like in half. I thought it was going to snap, but it didn't. And, um, I said to him, that tree is going to be really strong now because it had to really get those roots go down deep to endure that storm. And then we had one tree that had a good sized chunk taken out of it and the tree remained. But sometimes we feel like that. We feel like a big chunk of our heart or our body, our stamina has been ripped off, yet we can remain firm in the Lord and we can be stronger because of the storms. Simon Peter was no stranger to the storms of life. Peter met Jesus through the introduction of his brother, Andrew. And we talked about this a bit in our summer study as we did the discipline of witness. Andrew was a catalyst used in this time in Peter's life. And you can find that in 1 John 1, 35 through 42. So you, if you want to jot it down, you can check that out. So let's look at 1 Peter 1, 1. And I'm going to read out of the King James Version for this verse. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. So obviously Peter is the author of this book, as he so states right here in verse 1. He describes himself as an apostle of Jesus Christ, and he defines himself by his relationship to Jesus. And that's how we should define ourselves by our relationship with Christ. Apostle means one who is sent. And some liberal thinkers think this could not have been Peter who wrote such a profound letter, and they cite that Peter and John were both called unlearned and ignorant men in Acts 4:13. However, all this really means, this phrase ignorant and unlearned, means that they were not professional religious leaders. And so we know it was by the power of the Holy Spirit that allowed Peter to write this book and qualify these men to write in the New Testament. Peter wrote this to the strangers scattered throughout these areas listed in verse one in the region of Asia Minor, which is present day Turkey. And he's writing to those believers, those strangers, which means pilgrims who did not see this place as their home. The word means a temporary resident in a foreign land. So that's us, ladies. We are a temporary resident in a foreign land. This is not our home, and we have our eyes on it a lot, but this is not our home, thank God. So they lived in a constant awareness of their true home, and he called them scattered because of the persecution brought on by Nero. Nero had his troops set Rome on fire. The Christians got blamed for it. We see Christians get blamed for things. And because of persecution, they had to leave Rome, whether they were Jew or Gentile believers. Considering the author, the first Christians would receive this letter with a sense of importance. Peter's name is mentioned in the Gospels more than anyone except the name of Jesus. No one speaks in the Gospels as often as Peter did, and Jesus spoke more to Peter than to any other individual. This shows us we are studying a very pertinent book in the Word of God. And Pastor David Gusick, he's a Calvary Chapel pastor, gives us a lot of biblical info on First Peter. And I'm going to give you a few he mentions in his commentary because they're so good. Um, he says, when Jesus woke up early in the morning to pray before the sun came up, Simon Peter led the other disciples on a hunt to find Jesus and to tell him what he should do, to tell Jesus what he should do. 
Okay, and that's in Mark 1, 35 through 39. You could jot that down if you want. Peter was a feisty one. He was impulsive and he was reactionary. Can anyone relate to that? I'm, I can be very reactionary. Peter stepped out of the boat during a raging storm and walked on the water with Jesus. That's in Matthew 14, 24 to 33. Peter was the one who said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Also, we have come to believe and to know that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. John 6, 68 through 69. Peter saw Jesus transfigured in glory together with Moses and Elijah in Matthew 17, 1 through 9. Peter was the one who asked Jesus how many times we should forgive a brother who sins against us, quoting the high number of seven times. Matthew 18, 21 through 35. Peter was the one who insisted that Jesus would not wash his feet. Then he commanded Jesus to wash his whole body. John 13, 16 to 20. Peter denied Jesus three times, cursing and swearing that he did not even know the man, refusing to even name the name of Jesus. Matthew 26, 69 through 75. So that kind of gives us encouragement. When you've failed, you're in good company. Peter was the one who ran with John the disciple to the tomb on the morning of the resurrection after hearing the report of the women that the body of Jesus was not in its tomb. And that's in John 20, 1 through 10. There is some question as to where Peter wrote this letter from. He offers greetings from the church in Babylon in 1 Peter 5, 13. Some suggest it is literal Babylon, which is present-day Iraq, and most scholars believe it was actually written from Rome, and the word Babylon was used as a code word for Rome. Peter gave up fishing to follow and serve the living God. Peter's name was changed from Simon to Peter. Peter means stone or rock. It can be looked at as the two nature. Peter, I mean Simon, the man of the flesh, and Peter, the new man with the new nature that we should also have. Peter was assigned to minister to the Jews, whereas Paul, also an apostle, ministered to the Gentiles. Peter writes this epistle approximately between A.D. 65 through 67. And he wrote Second Peter about A.D. 67. And in that book, he mentions his approaching death. In Second Peter 1.14, it says, Knowing that shortly I must put off my tent, meaning his body, just as our Lord Jesus Christ showed me. So the Lord showed him that he was going to be martyred. And here's Jesus speaking that in John 21, 18 through 19. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. So Peter was martyred around 68 A.D. by Nero, and historians believe Peter was crucified upside down in Nero's amphitheater. So as he's writing to us, he knows the Lord is showing him things that must come. And so he is aware that he's going to suffer, that he does suffer, but yet he's going to give us things to hang on to because we don't know how much we're going to suffer in this life. It may be in our own personal life. It may get bigger than that. We don't know, but we need to be ready. And as we go through First Peter, we're going to see a man who was forever transformed by his relationship with Jesus Christ. First Peter is a book of hope amidst suffering and persecution. He spoke of hope even though he was well aware, as I said, of the persecution and most likely death by martyrdom. May we be challenged by Peter 
as we study his words. And so that's just a quick overview because we have a lot to do today. Um, so we're going to pray and then we're going to have the leaders come up here. And I don't know, is it hot in here? Is it just me? Okay. Do you mind putting it down, Shelly? <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> so. all right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time in your word, Lord, the short time that we had. And we just pray as we get to know our group that we would be encouraged to maybe even share why did we study, why did we sign up for this, this book in First Peter or this Bible study and encourage one another what we hope to get out of it and how we're going to encourage one another in these dark days. And so we pray that you would bind these groups together, that everyone would feel comfortable and loved and well taken care of. And we just thank you, Lord, that you are so good to us that we could even be here and have our Bibles on our laps. In Jesus' name, amen.